You're listening to Wait On Purpose Podcast, the show for single women who want to overcome emotional discomfort with being single, understand the fear of being alone, and transform it to self-love while celebrating this season with joy, purpose, and passion. Each week, we'll explore topics on how to optimize your season of singleness and become who you want to attract. Now, here's your host, Tracy Noel, the introverted empath. Hey loves, welcome back to Wait on Purpose. This is your girl, Tracy Noel. And Wait on Purpose is a podcast all about optimizing your season of singleness in a way that would transform you into who you want to attract. So I don't know about you, but I mean, I want someone who loves themselves. I want someone with good credit, naturally secure and stable, yes. And how about someone who knows their worth and that has a deep connection with the most high, with divine source spirit? I don't know, but I want to grow and build with someone who's whole and secure within himself. So I have work to do. And so I have to become who I want to attract. The goal is to become not someone perfect, um, because I'm not looking for perfect, I'm not perfect, but I just want something of substance. So I have to become something of substance or someone of substance. Um, anyway, I do have another guest and um, my next guest is a good friend of mine who I met at work, but someone who has become more than coworkers. Um, I can bounce ideas off of her. She keeps it real with me and we both have been on this journey of just, you know, improving who we are and healing ourselves from the inside out. Um, so we're here and I wanted to bring her on today because I wanted her to share her story. I know so many people struggle with their relationship with food. Um, and one thing that I've learned as a health coach is that food affects us in more ways than we may be aware of. Um, it gives us energy, it takes away energy, and it plays a major role in how we make decisions throughout the day. Um, and let's be honest, many of us are struggling with body image, weight issues, health issues. Um, so I want to introduce her because I've seen the drastic change in her since she started her weight loss journey, and she'll share more of that later. But first, I do want to share this as a disclaimer that um, her nor I are health professionals or physicians. So please consult with your doctor before trying anything spoken on here today. Um, everyone is different and what works for one person may not work for you. Um, so these are just um, her experiences and what she's been through and what I've been through regarding our health and trying different diets and um, practices and things of that nature. So I just wanted to put that out there. And now that I've gotten that out the way, um, for Scylla Granville, she is a um, Cordon Blue trained chef. She's also a finance, health, and wellness advocate. She um, is what I call the coupon diva. Um, she's really good at just saving and, 
um, couponing, like she's that person that probably has like the binder full of coupons and just real organized in that way. Um, and she's also the owner and creator of Cooking 8020 with V, which is a platform on Facebook committed to sharing food um, and practices that help you lead a healthy lifestyle. Um, she also has started a weekly segment called Keeping a Keto, where she shared her journey with the keto diet and how it has changed her life drastically. So help me welcome Priscilla. How you doing, love? I'm doing great, love. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for sharing this space with me today on Wait on Purpose. I'm so excited to have you on here. Excited to be here. Great. So before we get started, um, I am curious to know, what are you celebrating or what are you proud of at this moment of your life? What I'm proud of myself, or proud at, at this point in my life, at 52 years of age, I look really good to say that I'm 52 years of age. And that I know people that are my age that are just, you know, they're not in good places health-wise. And I celebrate the fact that I am taking back my health and my life and that I'm seen the results of that. So I'm very proud of the progress that I've made over the last year, two years in my weight loss journey. Awesome. Well, I'm celebrating that with you as well. You Thank know, you 50 love. is the new 40. So, <laughs> you know. Yes, it is. So now I've heard so much about keto um, and I've met many people who have gotten great results off of this. So what exactly is keto and how does it help you lose weight? Like what's the dynamic behind it? Ketogenics is a form of a lifestyle. It's an eating lifestyle mm-hmm. where you are training your body to stop using sugar to burn for energy and you're con- converting it to using the fat and good fats to burn for energy instead of sugar. Mm -hmm. So you have to stop eating carbs and processed foods, alcohol, unfortunately, to a certain degree, Um, you can limit it. And you have to eat, um, say, 50%, like 75% fat, um, 20% protein, and 5% carbs. So you're going very low there. Now, it depends on the person. Um, Sometimes you may have to modify that depending on the person, but that's the general flow of how it works. Um, You are putting in good fats like avocado. I eat avocado every day, coconut oil, olive oil, um, fats from foods like bacon. You can eat bacon. You can eat pork. Um, What else can you eat? Steaks. You can eat these foods, but you have to eat them in certain proportions so you won't throw yourself out of ketosis. So once you get to ketosis, you're fat burning, and it starts converting the fuel, um, the fat in your body, into fuel and burning. You eventually um, will stop burning sugar. You'll start burning fat instead. It's very interesting concept. Yeah, it really is. And um, like what... What made you start the keto diet? Like, what made you, what, what even interests you towards keto? Because I know this has been a journey for you for quite some time, but what sparked what your interest? Was, 
Yeah. What happened was you're aware of it that about a year and a half ago, um, I was at work. Um, we both work at the same company and I, you were gone. You had left like 15 minutes ago, 15 minutes before it happened. Um, I started feeling chest pains and I'm not going to go into too much, but I was rushed to the hospital and I found out that I had high blood pressure and I was also a pre-diabetic. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was startling to me. And I also realized that although I had lost weight, which is really strange, um, I was, I went from a 12 to a 10 that this still happened to me regardless of that weight loss, which is kind of startling to me. Um, I started looking into the ketogenic, but diet basically because of Holly Berry, yes. Um, guys may know she's an Oscar-winning actress, African-American actress. Um, I follow her on IG, and she's been doing ketogenic for years. Okay. Um, and so I saw that she's a type 2 diabetic, and I felt if she was a type 2 diabetic and it was working well for her, surely it can work for me. And also Angela Bassett does it, and she yeah. does it in a form called carb swapping. Yes. And basically like one or two days out of the week, she eats totally ketogenic. She's totally adhering to it. And then the rest of the week, she just brings in carbs, but she brings them in smaller amounts through the rest of the week. So that's what I started with was um, doing carb swapping first. Yeah. And that's why that was going to be my next question is what is carb swapping? So that's pretty much it where you kind of introduce um, just a little bit carbs, maybe once or twice throughout the week. Um, and that's for those who just don't want to go full blown into keto. Exactly. Yes. And actually, it is recommended to start that way because it's safer. Mm. You know, there okay. are some people who have high blood pressure, like me, although I cut mine in half literally with the, the prescription of the medicine I'm currently taking. Um, it's better to ease into it than rush headlong into it because if you're on high doses of medicine or things like that, you can cause more problems than what it's worth. So it's better to ease into it. Yeah, and I think you've mentioned that to me before because I, I did try keto for about two weeks, girl, and I, and I, and I saw the results, <laughs> so I don't know why I didn't continue, but that's yeah. just, you know, just being undisciplined. But for me, like when, when, I, when I did do keto, I kept it like real simple, like chicken and vegetables all week for dinner, maybe a salad for lunch and maybe bacon eggs for breakfast or like this like baked avocado egg. But after the second week, I started to get bored and I found myself going back to my old eating habits. Um, like I said, I think I lost like mm-hmm. seven pounds off keto, but just haven't been able to stay consistent with it. So for people who don't have like, I'm not gonna say like a lot of time, but like they, they're not really into meal prepping. They don't cook and prepare uh, fancy dishes. Um, Cause I know, you know, you like a cordon blue chef, so you know how to put foods <laughs> together, you know, the <laughs> dynamics of food. So for those people who want to lose weight doing keto, what is some advice that you would give them that would kind of keep it simple and not overcomplicated so that they have a better time or chance of sticking to it? Okay. Well, that's easy. You just make the meals as easy as possible. You make sure you have a protein, make sure you have um, a low-carb vegetable, and if you want to bring cauliflower rice into it, 
as an additional um, low carb option, you can definitely do that. Um, so let's give you an example. You can do cauliflower rice, you can do a chicken breast, and you can do green beans, or you can do collard greens and chicken wings. That's one, baked chicken wings. We don't do, you don't do fried foods on keto. So you can do baked okay. chicken wings and collard greens. That's very easy. If you don't like collard greens, you can do mustards and turnips. Um, cabbage too, right? So, oh, I'm sorry. You said cab. Can you do cat cabbage as part of? Oh, uh, absolutely. Keto? Cabbage, bok choy, spinach. Okay. Any type of green vegetable, the greener the better. Yes, absolutely. And you wouldn't think that was keto, but it's definitely keto. Uh, what else? I just like a piece of fish. You can do tilapia. I know some people don't like tilapia, but you can do salmon and spinach or salmon and asparagus it's totally keto and you again you're not having asparagus is a low carb vegetable and salmon is great with protein and full of omega-3s which is really um very vital when you're doing that type of program when you're doing a ketogenic lifestyle Mm -hmm. and what are some like really simple snacks like because i sit at a desk and I think I find myself doing a lot of snacking. And if, if I'm not careful, then I will snack on things that I'm not, that's just going to kind of throw off the whole keto diet. So I know pork skins are good snacks to kind of snack on while you're on keto. What's some other snacks oh, that yeah. you do? Um, I actually have a keto drawer. Um, I'll show it to you um, Monday. Um, I have olives in my drawer that I picked up from the Dollar Tree. And they're in packages. Mm-hmm. And those are keto. Um, all the snacks that I have in my drawer came from the Dollar Tree. So don't think that it, you have to go out and spend a ton of money to do this. Right. Um, I also have um, this little beef jerky in my desk. I also got these packages from the Dollar Tree as well. Um, also, I picked up these little peanut butter um, protein, peanut butter packs you know, like these little pouches. Uh-huh. And I pick those up at Target and they're just a dollar and I keep them at my desk. That's a shot of protein. So those are a few examples of some really easy and approachable snacks that you can definitely keep on your hand. And they're affordable. Like they're the affordable. first two that I mentioned is definitely at Dollar Tree for a dollar. And the other protein that I mentioned, the peanut butter, little pouches are at Target for a dollar as well. So I try to stay affordable and healthy at the same time. And you can eat like apples, celery with peanut butter? You cannot do apples on keto. You can do it sparingly. Um, But you can do celery, absolutely, because celery has no carbs anyway. But apples has, unfortunately, a high amount of carbs. So you can bring them in maybe once a month, Mm -hmm. you know. But you can't eat them all the time because it's just too high in sugar. And it'll throw you out of ketosis if you eat too many of them. Okay. Sounds good. And I know those bars that you bought on Amazon, what are those called again? Those are called True Women, T-R-U, Women, W-O-M-E-N, bars. Those are amazing, aren't they? Yes, those are good. Um, The ones that you... Yeah, they have nine carbs, I think, nine nine net carbs, and they're really good. And and those are a great source of protein as well. And if you find other keto bars, like Quest um, Nutrition also has, they're supposed to be very keto-friendly as well. 
and those are also on Amazon as well. Yeah. And I know that for me, um, fasting, intermediate fasting, um, is a good way as well to do keto, especially, um, if you may kind of throw yourself off, I know it's been recommended that you kind of do a fasting to kind of get back on track. How does fat, like is fasting good for you? Intermittent fasting is a great way to basically reset. I've just really just started dabbling into it because at first I was just doing carb swapping for a long time for since February. And I started doing intermittent fasting about three weeks before I'm in it, the challenge with Thomas Deloria that I was telling you about, mm-hmm. right, for a mm-hmm. one month. Um, so last week <laughs> was my first time doing intermittent fasting um, on a 16-hour scale. I normally do it on a 14-hour. Mm. Um, so now I'm 16-hour, and I okay. had to push myself a little bit. And I think the it is a great way because it does make you, I've just felt more energy and I felt more clarity and I felt more focus. And that's another way that you can tell. And it does speed you into ketosis. It really does help. Yeah. And it's actually cleansing you from a cellular level as well, which is yeah. um, really a great benefit of intermittent fasting. Yeah. And fasting period. Like even if, um, like I find myself doing a lot of uh, spiritual fasting, so I'll do like a three day water fast or 24 hour fast, but, and initially it'd be like just spiritual fasting. Like I, you know, God, I need to gain clarity on something. So I'm going to fast for these much days so I can, you know, you know, get closer to you and you end up losing weight, you know, off of GP, but, um, fasting like like fasting is 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 like like you said very good to just reset and um it just like kind of cleanse cleanse away your body and when I first did the first three-day water fast I thought I was going to be very groggly and tired but it really is so weird how it gives you so much energy like you just feel so good I think my feet was kind of aching and once I did that fast it was like I felt like I was like a new person it was so weird um (laughs) so I do recommend fasting for people but like you said consult with your doctor make sure that it's right for you because it's it's not for everyone um yeah because my doctors were against me doing keto so um but I decided to pursue it anyway (laughs) but you know they were against me doing it but But what was your um, what was your results and I'm sorry for interrupting you like how much pounds did you lose and then what about your uh Mm -hmm. high blood pressure I know you got off that medicine well what happened in February I started the carb swapping in February remember I was out on short-term disability dealing with the neck injury that I had Uh Um, right after my 52nd birthday, um, I started getting dizzy and started leaning to the side. I'm like, what is this? So I went to the doctor and he said, you're too strong for your medicine. So he cut my medicine in half. And yeah, so that's pretty amazing. And I was only on it for doing the carb swapping for a month, a little bit over a month. And I cut my medicine that quickly. Um, from April, then my father passed away and right after that. And 
Then in May, I went to the gym, as I told you, I was going to the gym downstairs in the building, and I found out that I weighed 165 um, 65 pounds. And remember, when I started this, I was weighing 175. Okay. So that was a huge shocker to me because <laughs> yeah. I wasn't expecting to, you know, I had I knew I had lost weight because I was getting into clothes that I couldn't get in for years. Mm-hmm. But I just wasn't expecting to actually see it on the scale. And it just totally shocked me. So um, I have not been on the scale since then. <laughs> so I don't know where I'm at right now, but I know that I am losing weight right now. Yeah. I, I, I mean, like I told you, I saw a huge, huge difference. And that made me want to look more into keto. But like I said, I just can't like I'm gonna say I can't I choose not to stick to these things knowing that they're that they can be beneficial for me so I'm gonna try it again (laughs) but what works for me is the meal prepping like if I just like buy like you know on Sunday if I just go ahead and just make those chicken breasts like I said I found some really amazing uh recipes online but if I make that, like those containers that we bought for the um, for every day of the week, um, yeah, those meal mm-hmm. prepping containers are good. Um, and so if I if I do that, I you know, like I said, I did it for two weeks consistently, and I did see a difference. And I don't know what it was. Maybe it was like something emotional that kind of triggered me and, and caused me to go back to my old eating habits, which is usually what always happens it's like something like something emotional happens and i find myself um doing that so what is just one piece of advice that you can give someone that can just keep them consistent and in the game like what has been overall your success or why you've been successful and consistent with it because you have priscilla you've been extremely disciplined and consistent with i'm like oh my god this girl is serious <laughs> about this. She ain't playing. But so what, so what, what keeps you in a game? Well, you know, I have two children. I have a 27 year old and I have a 19 year old. And I am a big proponent of not being on medicine also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you have to take care of yourself, Tracy. We, you know, we're mothers, we're nurturing, we're giving. And you know, we're looking for our kings right now, so we gotta pull it together, right? So, <laughs> I ain't so, looking for him no more. He, I'm, 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 I'm chilling on my throne. He's gonna have to look for me now. But yeah, we do. Well, we have to make ourselves visible, present where he can see us <laughs> in our terrific glory, right? Yeah. So, basically, <laughs> I right now I am living i I don't want to be on medicine i'm very against medication of any sort Mm -hmm. so unless it is vital and necessary for me to walk this planet do you understand yeah i don't want to be on something that and if i can control this this adult what i have the high blood pressure and prediabetes that's controlled by diet why am i allowing it to be controlled by medicine when I have control of it, it can be controlled by diet. Yeah. And that is all it is to it. And I'm sitting here, no, medicine is controlling me right now, right? And I have the ability to change this. Food can heal you. Food is thy healer. 
Absolutely. Thy healer is thy food. And people don't really understand um, the impact of how powerful the body is. Mm-hmm. And if you mistreat the body and you're not taking care of your body, it can turn against you. Yes, it will. And, and that's, where, that's where you switch on all these diseases. Mm-hmm. And you have to believe to switch it off just as fast as that body switched it on. You just got to change the way you eat and the way you think. And you have to get a positive mindset. And um, if it's something emotional that you're dealing with that you mentioned, I usually would think that you would want to try to sit down and just really figure out or just talk to someone about what's going on because that's that's your trigger. You understand what I mean by trigger? Yeah. It's something that triggers you to go off of what you're doing because you do great, you know, when you're on, you're on, girl. Mm-hmm. I, you're, you're amazing. And I, I see it. And then something happens that derails you. And you're like, um, she's like, oh, no. I was like, oh, no. But <laughs> what it is, <laughs> is that you just have to just sit down and figure out what it is. And, and I know you're very spiritual. So you have to sit down at this point. And just ask God to say, what is the problem here? What am I doing wrong? Help me deal with this so I can move to this phase of being the person that I know I am. I know who I am. I know what I am. The world is just not seeing this person the way I want the world to see me. What do I need to do? What, what is this that's causing all of this? You know? And- and and I know what's causing it. I and I guess what I need to do is learn how to cope with it in a more healthier way. Um, because because yeah. when it's all when it's all said and done, it's 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 really my perception of it. It's it's not really an issue that should mm-hmm. cause me to that you know that should kick me off my game. It's just it's just my perception of it and me handling it in a more healthy healthier way. Because there's a healthy way to handle it and an unhealthy way, and for some reason. Oh, definitely. The unhealthy Absolutely. So, yeah, just asking for clarity. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, But you have a segment that you're starting called Keeping It Keto. What made you um, what made you want to start that? And what made you start um, cooking, cooking 8020 with V? Like, what was your inspiration behind those? Those platforms? I'm going to flip flop on you. I'm going to start with cooking 80, 20 with V first because I started that first. Yeah. Um, actually, it was actually called Versilla for Afaya Fitness and Health first. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason that I developed it was because my when my mother became a diabetic um, about um, 10 years ago, mm-hmm. um, I became curious about this because I had an aunt that it runs in my family. I had an aunt, Priscilla. Um, she was a type 2 diabetic, and she had a host of other things going on with her. And she passed away eventually. Um, I have an aunt. I have two uncles and an aunt that also has it as well. And I just found out that my youngest aunt has high blood pressure. So, <laughs> you know... Um, so it runs very strongly in our family. And my mother has type 2 diabetes and she has high blood pressure as well. Um, so I became fascinated because as I was telling people this, more and more people of color, minorities, 
um, Black, African Americans, and Latinos as well were telling me that they were type 2 diabetics. And I, I said, what is going on here? So I started the page because I felt that African Americans were not being informed or they didn't have access to information. And so I developed the page to put out information about fitness and health tips, Mm -hmm. um, recipes that I found along the way, anything that I found that was prevalent, articles even, um, that would be helpful to someone. And if I was helping someone, um, that was really the basis of why I started it originally for cooking a 20 UV. Yeah. And you do have a lot of good uh, tips and and resources on that page, I must say. And what about keeping it keto? Yeah, you're welcome. Keeping it keto came into play because of course I started doing keto. I've been very successful with it. And I've been very successful with it. And with my training as a chef, and I'm also a health and nutritional advocate as well. Um, I decided to do keeping it keto because there's a lot of misconceptions out there about keto, number one. And I didn't want people to go into the pitfalls that I went in. Like I thought that I could eat a dozen eggs and have a whole pack of bacon, like 16 <laughs> a pack of bacon, and I got sick and I wound up in the hospital for my first attempt with keto, which went horribly wrong. Mm. And, and you want people to not do that because that's crazy. And especially when you have high blood pressure and other ailments, you want to be very cautious about that. So there is a way that you do it and that you can do it safely. And another thing that I want to stress is affordable. And it can be affordable. And I hear a lot of people tell me, I can't afford to do this. And I'm like, you can if you know where your resources are and you know what, you know, what's available to you. So that's the main reason that I started keeping a keto um, was to show that it can be affordable and there is a correct way of doing it. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. Are you ready to get into these questions I am go for it well I know I first asked you to choose a few random numbers and so they correspond with specific questions so the first one is um, what's the most sexiest thing about a man to you Uh, (laughs) the sexiest thing about a man oh wow Um, I would say the first thing that I would say is his and his ability to understand that how to treat a woman. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sexy to me because if he knows how to treat a woman, he understands what's in front of him and he values the woman that's in front of him. Mm-hmm. That's sexy. Really? Because, you know, who wants to be with someone that's not going to appreciate them and see their value and refuses to see their value and see them for what they are. I mean, there are men out there who do that and want to get with you for other purposes. And a man that just is real and connected and say, hey, I see you for who you are. And I, I want to be with you because yeah. this is who you are. And 
you know, just cut through the BS, if you will. Just give me a man that's real and, and does, is on the same page that I am. That's sexy. Yeah, you know, and you know what else is sexy? And that ties into, like, just a man being present. I, I think when a man knows how yes. to be just present with his woman, I think that's the most sexiest thing to me. Because um, that's what we that's want. Cool. Yeah, that's what we want from a man is, is just that presence. Like, okay, knowing, like you said, I know that this woman is in front of me. I value her and I know how to pour into her. That's going to make her feel good and not take away from me. Cause I feel like some men feel like if they pour into a woman, for some reason it's taken away from them or I don't know. It's it's I've, I've met guys who just, I, I don't know. It's like, it's so weird how that works, but I love a man who's present in the moment with his woman. Um, I think that's sexy, yes. sexy too. Um, so are you living a meaningful life? And if not, why? And if so, how? I am leaning. Well, I feel that my life is meaningful. Um, to the extent I have children. Mm -hmm. And so it's meaningful to me because I'm a mom. Mm -hmm. So the answer is yes. I feel that I'm living a meaningful life. Could it be more meaningful and more successful? Yes, it could be. And I'm striving to make those changes to improve myself and spiritually, mentally, financially, in every aspect. You know, we talk about that a lot. Yes. We both do. Mm -hmm. And um, so we're both on the same page with that is why I connect with you so well, because we both have that same ambition. Yeah. And although you're younger than me, but you still have the same ambition and that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. When you're trying to put people at the table of life, you want the people that think like-minded. Yes. So um, definitely for sure, I feel right now my life is meaningful. I'm a mama and someday I will be a grandmama. (laughs) (laughs) And um, I'm a mother, I'm a, a daughter to my mother who needs me right now because my father passed away. So it's a transition process. Um, I'm a great auntie. I hope I'm a great big sister. And, um, you know, there's projects and things that I want to roll out in the future. So I'm just going to say it's meaningful. Yes, but it could be, there's more things that I want to do to bring out there. So definitely yeah. for sure. And, for you're, and you're a good friend too. You're a good friend. Let's add that to the Thank list you. too. So you, love. Thank you, love. And so then I guess I can ask you, what are the primary components of a happy life to you? Like what's the components of living a happy life? If there's a such thing. I think each person has their own individual thing of what would make them happy in life. But I mm-hmm. feel that the sum of those things to people are materialistic. Yeah. And I am not into that materialistic at all. Um, I do like certain things. I'm not going to lie to you, but waking up in the morning, knowing that I'm happy, I know that my children are safe. My children are healthy. I'm healthy. Everyone in my family is healthy. I wake up, I'm happy, even if I may not be where I want to be yet, but I'm happy in the place that I am currently. 
I have to be happy in the present mm-hmm. to move forward to the future. So would you and say that makes a happy life is just being being present? Yeah, you have to be present in the, in the now. Mm-hmm. You can't go into the future and plan for your future if you don't have now together. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yep. Because in the now, you're planning what's going to happen there, but you're not focusing on there so much. Like, you have to be present in the moment to do what you need to do to get there. Exactly. So if you're not present in now, how are you going to deal with the future? Also, and land out and have this thing going and you think you're going to, it, it, you know, things can happen. Yep. And it can fall apart. So you have to focus on the now and say, where am I at now? What do I need to do now in this moment, in this time, in this space to get to where I need to be in the future and don't really focus on too much on the future. Yeah. And some people focus on the future so much they don't see what's happening in front of them now. That's true. It makes it you it makes true. you anxious. It makes you live in anxiety every day, all day, if you focus on the future. And if you're dwelling on the past, then like you said, it brings up those emotions and those feelings that can affect you here and now. So I'm totally all for the present and just kind of, and sometimes I do focus a lot on the past and the future. Um, but that makes a good, a primary component of, of life. And, and I want to add also just being authentic. Like, I think like once you just kind of be who you are, regardless if people like you or not, I think that yeah. really, that brings on peace and this happiness that no one can take. Like if you're just being who you are and just being you, right. I think yeah. that's one- Malcolm MJ Harris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just gonna say something. I, I shared the video. Uh huh. <laughs> he has it. Can I swear on here? Sure, we're grown. Okay. <laughs> the the um, video that he has out of you of you. Do not follow him on Facebook. I'm gonna pump him up a little bit. Malcolm M J Harris. Um, he's fantastic. I love him. Um, he put out a video on the art of not giving a fuck. Yes. I mean, seriously. Watch that video. I saw it. And then that ties into what Tracy just said. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like if people don't like you, it was like, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And that's, you have to get to that point where you just stop giving a good fuck, fuck. about what people think about you. And I have, I'm elevating myself to that point. Yeah. Because something that I'm learning, because and I heard the video because he was saying, you know, at first when he first got into this, like came to Hollywood, he was trying to fit in so much and trying to do everything yeah. to fit in with, with, with these people that when he kind of took a look back and said, man, why am I trying to impress these folks? You know what I'm saying? And so, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I think exactly. that's, and I think that's one way that's, uh, uh, such a powerful way to become present and to be happy with yourself when you say people's opinions about me what people say what they think has really nothing to do with me it's 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 all about what 
what their perception is and their insecurities and and their fears and you know and and, and their experiences so you go it don't even exactly. have nothing to do with you so why would you put so much energy on trying to sway someone else's opinion that has really nothing to do with you so yeah i saw that video and i think i yeah. watched it twice girl because he showed there he said <laughs> <laughs> He said, yeah. I love him. I love him so much. And like, if your followers do not follow him, you you need to follow him. Yeah, because he's good good with money, like, especially. Very good. Very impressive. Yeah, he is. Um, What should every woman have? I know um, some of my guests say every woman should have, um, you know, a crying pillow or a girlfriend that they can talk to. I know Maya Angelou says that every woman should have a black lace bra and a toolkit where they can be able to distinguish a flathead from a Phillips screwdriver. What do you feel every woman should have, especially single women? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I think me, I love cooking. Mm-hmm. So I think a single woman should know how to cook. Yes. I think that a lot of people have gotten away from cooking and have gotten to this Uber Eats and Grubhub and, you yeah. know, these little Thrive boxes and having meal prep. What is that? Just go to the kitchen and start cooking. All these great videos they have out, like Twisted and yeah. The Pioneer Woman. I love her. Um, Ina Garden. There's a, some a great chefs out there. Yeah. Um, you know, and um, one of my, my actually my nutritionalist actually recommended that I do cooking one-on-one courses online. So I'm actually looking into that option. That would be now. fun. So I may be that would be great. And so I'm going to be, that would be, that's something that I'm thinking about doing. So yeah, ladies and gents, singles, learn how to cook. Yeah. (laughs) Have that good tool. And you don't have to be like uh, a chef, but like something that I find fun is just learning, like, like looking at different recipes and learning new recipes. So like I told you, you know, I wanted to do a segment with the boys where we're cooking and talking and bonding and stuff like that as well. And, and I find that that is so fun when you can just, okay, let me look at some recipes, go grocery shopping with the kids. That's, that's a good date too, right? Go grocery shopping and cook something, but I think it's just so fun to just learn how different ingredients interact with each other and just trying different new foods and putting your yeah, own I, spices in it and putting your own twist to it. Yeah, too. absolutely. Yeah. I like yesterday. Um, I know it's not keto, but um, it could have been if I had tweaked it. But um, my son wanted a barbecue chicken pizza, so I went to the store and got all the ingredients and we made. And I helped him make it yesterday. And I'm getting him into the kitchen. He's 19, but mm-hmm. I'm getting them in the kitchen. And my daughter's 27, and she's actually, like, she's really good. She makes this awesome chicken salad. And I'm getting them into the kitchen, and I'm exposing them to different foods. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, cooking is a skill that everybody should have. Okay. No matter the age bracket no matter if male or female. Absolutely. Um, so next question is, um, 
Why are you single? I am single because I have not met the man to come in, be real, be authentic, don't have these issues, and then deceive me and not be, you know, be honest with me and just say, I got you. Okay. I have not met that man yet. And that's at my age, that's, that's sort of scary. And, um, you know, you just don't want a man, you just don't want to be in a position where you're with a man that can't hold up his own. Yeah. And I, I expect a man to still lead to a certain extent. I'm, you know, in this day and age, there's um, society detects it, dictates, excuse me, that there's two incomes. I get that. But if he wants to lead the household, if he wants to do that, then he has to act like that person to me before I go in and be, I don't like to use the word submit. I guess I would like to use the word trust. I I had a big issue (laughs) um, with submit um, as as a word, but um, that's what they used to use, you know, back in the day with my parents, you know. Um, so it's about trusting him, I guess. Yeah. I think they need to change that. It's about trusting him and having faith in him that he's got you, you know. And I think that there's a lot of strong women out here, and we just want a man to come in and say, hey, I got you. That's that's the bottom line. Not had a man that came in and say, "Hey, I got you." Yeah. Really, I think that's the reason why I'm single. I've not heard that. They have not impressed that on me. And another thing is that I have children, and I have a strong bond with my children. Mm-hmm. It is an automatic deal breaker if he tries to come in and try to dissuade or break that bond. Yeah. And that's you have to be careful about that. And no one, no man, no. If he's doing all that, he's not a man. He's got problems. Yeah. And he, you need to disengage yourself from him immediately. Period. I think so. Yeah. I yeah. think as single women, we are we have to be extremely, extremely um, conscious and aware of what type of energy we're bringing around even ourselves, because eventually they're going to be around our children and, and they're impressionable no matter how old they are. Um, that's yeah. really one of the reasons why I'm still single because I, I haven't been able to meet a guy that I feel my children can look up to. You, you know what I'm saying? Like they can just totally look up to this man. Um, exactly. Right. So totally. Okay. So what would you say that your last relationship taught you? What, what, what did your last relationship teach you? My last relationship taught me that I should have did a background check. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I really should have. Um, (gasps) What taught me was that sometimes you have to look at what is apparent that's in front of you. And I was trying to hang on in there because I really, you know, I've loved this man for a long time. You know, Mm -hmm. I always, you know, he was my really first love. And then we reconnected later on in my 40s. And I was in my 20s when I met him. I was still in college when I met him. 
Uh-huh. And then we went our ways, and then I reconnected with him when I was in my 40s. Um, what I learned from that was that when you see something is wrong, and he constantly continues to do the wrong, no matter how much you love somebody, you need to walk away from them, no matter how much pain, how painful it is. You need to get away and disengage yourself. That relationship lasted and kind of went off and on, off and on, about four, three years, well, about five years longer than they should have. And it's just that you have to know when to say, I'm done. This is not going to change. And And when I finally ended the relationship, I was the one who ended it. And I just asked him in the car, where are we? And he said something like, we're on the expressway. I'm like, okay, not funny. <laughs> and um, I just said, I think that the only person that knows, <laughs> I know, he, he, he had a sense of humor. And, yeah, I know. Um, yeah. And I got something funny that I'm going to tell you what else, what else I learned from him too. And I just told him, I said, hey, you know, I'm not hearing, I, I don't understand what's going on. I said, the only person that knows what's going on here is you. I have to end this because you're one, this is one-sided. You're doing what you want to do. You're not letting me know what's going on. There's something else going on here. And I said, the only person that knows that is you. And I want to get off the boat, <laughs> like literally, Yeah. you know, and, and that's how I ended it. Because I said, the only person that's no, you're the only one that knows what's going on here. You're present in that. So I'm not. So that's not fair to me. Right? It's not. No, it's not. It was, it was not fair. And it was, it was something that has finally just got to the point where I just did it. And that that's it. I haven't been in contact with him in a long time. Oh, but the funniest thing that he taught me was how to book hotels, honey. <laughs> I He taught me how to book hotels like no other. What's the secret? <laughs> what he teaching? <laughs> He taught me how to go on like Expedia and, um, you know, he taught me how to book hotel rooms. I didn't know how to do all that stuff. He okay. taught me how to do that. Oh, I thought he had like a secret or something like book it on a Tuesday or something, you know, it's cheaper well, or something. He, he, he taught me how to, you know, go out and look and, and sometimes the last bits. And one time I had got a really nice hotel and I only paid like 50 bucks for it. And he was yeah. like, how did you do that? I was like, you taught me how to do it. <laughs> You're asking me how I did this. You taught me how to do it. <laughs> but just to go back on what you were saying, how when you see that something is wrong, like this is something that I've, I've had to learn the hard way. And it was so painful to pull mm-hmm. away from someone because you know what? it was ego. Like, don't you know when you say, okay, you know what? That's my person. That's my husband. I know that's him. Everything yeah. is. And then when, and then when it's like all these red flags that's showing you that it's not, you try to hold on to being right so bad that you kind of like ignore all red flags. You're like, no, 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 no. I'm right. <laughs> this is my husband. I'm right. You know what that means? You know what ego means? What? The, dumb? What? What do you mean? It means edging God out. Whoa. Edging yeah. God out. Mm-mm. 
Is a you shutting? That's a you. The ego, you shutting God out, honey. Yes. Think about that. Because you know you are. your intuition. Very when I found out what that meant, it it just shocked me, and and it's so crazy because your intuition, which is that inner knowing, which is what intuition is, is mm-hmm. always right. And yes, your, it is. your ego, and that's that's pretty much God, the God in you. That's God talking to you, you know. And you would ignore that just to be right. Just to be right to you. Just to be right to your that's ego. Yeah. Right. That's that's what that is. You're edging God out. You're like, I'm right. And God is like, no. <laughs> and, and you just edging them on out of the situation. I know that is so crazy. And that's when it that's when it hurts the most because Yes, it does. It it hurts the most. But that's something I had to learn the hard way. And but you know what though, once I released it and surrendered, mm-hmm. oh my God. Like I might have cried a few nights, you know, God, why? I thought he was the one, God. I thought he was the one. But once oh, I, yeah, I, once I, I released it, like. yeah, once I released it, it, I, I, it actually, like, put me in, in, in a better space. And like I said, those lessons came after that that I needed to learn going forward. So those those bad relationships, they come in for a reason. They definitely come in to teach you something. I mean, it might not... You might not see it at the time, but once you sit down and reflect during your season of singleness about, okay, like, why did I attract this man to me? Like, what was this supposed to teach me about myself? Yes. You'll get the answer. So good. Okay. Um, so you do a lot for everyone. Like, you know, you're taking care of your mom, you have your children, you, you know, you do so much. How do you pour into yourself? How do you practice self-love and self-care? I do yoga Mm -hmm. in the mornings now. I returned back to that. Um, One day I sat down and said, when I was in my 20s, I still had my daughter. Mm -hmm. Um, What was I doing where I was such in a happy state, my weight was in a good position, and I was just overall happy with myself. And I started going back to things that I used to do, like Mm -hmm. yoga. I serious yoga. I mean, I took yoga one and yoga two when I was in college. So I was a serious yogi and I stopped doing it. And I just said, I am now going to take time and focus on things that make me happy. And yeah. I get up in the morning, I do yoga and I do um, meditation. Okay. And um, I make sure that I'm taking, you know, keto is also a part of supplementation that helps with that. Um, vitamin D helps with depression and keeping the mood. You have to make sure that you're taking the right supplements too. It's very important. Um, oh wow, what else do I do? I like taking Epsom salt baths. Yes, and I love taking a glass of wine, a half a glass of wine. You know, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, or maybe ones on Friday. You know. Yeah. Um, I've learned to enjoy. I'm on the phone, guys, and I'm still enjoying. Um, I'm still enjoying my life. You know. Yeah. So. (laughs) 
<laughs> Sorry for interrupting me. No, that's and, okay. And so, oh, he got it. Okay, great. And so I, you know, it's just about, I just take time for myself. And I think it's so important. Mm-hmm. Um, when you take time for yourself, you have to carve it out. I know how busy you are. You're, you're busier than me. And I, and I try, you know, I, you know, I think we all should just need to carve out time for ourselves. It's very important. If you can't carve out time for yourself and take time to nurture yourself and your being, how are you going to nurture and, and share what you know, what other people, how are you going to have that energy? Yeah. To take care of others. Yeah. And that's one thing that I did learn, though. I I really had to take a lot off my plate and really start pouring and and giving energy into things that were in alignment with what I wanted to do. Because I was I was busy. If there's a such thing like busy doing nothing, like I was doing a lot of stuff, but it was not in alignment with who I was and what I wanted to do and my desires. And so it was just pretty much like a waste of energy and time. So nowadays if I'm busy, it's because I'm doing fulfilling things that are in alignment with me. And so it's, it doesn't feel draining anymore. Right. And most of those things that I'm doing is also a form of self-care because it's, it's like a healing that I'm pouring into myself while I'm pouring to, into others. So it kind of like, it's like killing two birds with one stone. Um, so I am mindful of that now just to be aware that if I'm going to be doing something, if it's going to take up my time and energy, is it in alignment with what I'm trying to be, with my purpose? Um, So that's good that you know how to pour into yourself. I think it's extremely important. Um, But but what is, what would you say is the hardest thing about being single? If, if you had to pick a thing, like what's the hardest thing to you about being single? The hardest thing about being single is that you want to have that companion to talk to. Mm-hmm. And he's not there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the hardest thing that you crave. I, I crave to have that male presence in my life. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to say I'm desperate, desperate, but I do crave that I like having a conversation with a member of the opposite sex, a male. Mm -hmm. And I like having that conversation and I like someone to challenge me and to, I can throw ideas off of and, you know, just like to have that person that's not a family member or someone else to listen. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's a huge challenge to not have that person that's connected to you in a different way from the rest of your family Mm-hmm. and that you're attracted to this man physically, mentally, sexually, yeah. and all of that. And, you know, we are, you know, it's going to come out and say we are sexual beings. Absolutely. And I miss that type of connection and with having a man in my life. So that is the hardest part about being single. I do yeah. miss that. Yeah, and I, I think I'll agree with that. That is, yeah, yeah. That's that's one of the the hardest thing of being single. Um, what are you most grateful for? I am grateful that I am here. Mm-hmm. I am grateful for um, my children, my mom, my dad. He's no longer here anymore. Um, 
that they helped me raise my children and that we are safe, we're blessed, we have a, a home and that we get to wake up every day safe and sound in a safe place. Okay. And, and that I have my health and I'm regaining my health um, each and every day. Awesome. That is what I'm grateful for. And, and you and my friends. Oh, cute. <laughs> and all of my other friends. I could say all my friends, but you and all of my other buddies. Absolutely. Um, we're grateful for you, too. Now, I do share with my listeners ways to um, earn, save, and grow their money. So can you share one way that you maybe earn or that you save or that you grow your money? Um, well, we talk about this one a lot. And I used to work for a financial transfer agency. Mm-hmm. And I learned a lot about stocks mm-hmm. from this financial agency. Mm-hmm. So if there is one thing that you do, look into invest in a company that you feel allegiance to instead of buying the stuff like Nikes. If you want to buy a pair of Nikes, don't you own a piece of Nike? Yeah. And look into how much it costs to, to participate and buy stock. Um, Target, Walmart, um, these stocks are out there. And Target and Walmart, I think I discussed this with you, but yeah. Walmart only costs $250 to start. Yeah. And you can invest and, and grow. And just try to, my objective is, and I think I discussed this with you, that this year, before the end of the year, I plan on buying stocks in two companies that I yeah. wanted to buy stock in. Mm-hmm. And then next year, as I get my taxes, each year I get my taxes, my goal is to invest in one stock per year, one company per year, and start up and just, you know, do that. Another really good thing is to just start looking at your spending habits. Mm-hmm. Really just, there's a lot of good programs out there right now um like mint lets me know that i've spent a lot of money at target (laughs) (laughs) so um so it lets you know where you spend your money lets you know okay do you really need that latte from starbucks and here's a starbucks factor you can spend up to almost a thousand dollars to fifteen hundred a year in Starbucks, if you are consistent and you do it every, you know, that money could do a lot for yeah, you somewhere else. Absolutely. And just start looking at what you're doing, you know, and okay. just start, you know, thinking of ways to save and also set up another checking account. That's not what a major checking account, like I set up with simple. Mm-hmm. Okay. A checking account that is not near you. Yeah. Try to split some of your income to delegate and go to that checking account and try to designate your taxes or any other money that you want to save to that checking account. That's a little bit not accessible for you to get to. Yeah. And, and that works for me because I like split my checking literally in half, you know, and part of it goes there and the other part goes to that. So I think that's another great option. Yeah, it is because those checking accounts, one, with simple, I'm not trying to, you know, simple chime, those um, accounts, they have great 
programs and little savings accounts that you don't have to pay a minimum to start yeah. with them. And their APYs and then, are, bit, are, are high too. Yes, perfect APYs, exactly. Mm -hmm. And then you can set them up like vacation or, you know, my emergency fund. And you can set them up and break them down if you want to set up multiple ones. And, you know, at my bank, they're charging $500 to start a savings account. Yeah. When you can go set up a small account with these banks and, you know, for little or nothing, and they don't charge you a minimum to deposit to their bank either. Yeah. So they, that's another thing. You may want to look at the bank that you're banking at because you're probably tossing away money at your bank when you can pretty much retain most of it when you go to another bank. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And just have that direct deposit automatically come there that you don't even see it. You don't miss it. It's there. And then six months down the line, you're looking like, oh, my God, I saved this much money. Wow. Exactly. Yeah. Good, good advice. Okay. Um, yeah. So who is God to you? God is the creator, the omnipotent creator of all life, of all man animals and the world and the universe he is the all creator of all to me and he is an awesome force and he is a force not to be reckoned with uh -huh. and he is my heavenly and my really you know i have an earthly father and i had an earthly father and that was my dad in physical form, but he is my almighty father. Okay. That's who he is to me. Yeah. I can talk to him when I need to talk to him. If I need him, I can just say, God, I need to talk to you. He is everything to me. And the reason that I live and, you know, some, we all live. He is everything to me. Awesome. Definitely. Awesome. Um, so as this connection is nearing the end, where can we like where can we connect with you? Is there any social media handles, websites that you may have that we can connect with? Well, if you go on my page, Cooking 8020 with V, I am on Messenger there. Okay. And I know that people don't like to put things out there publicly. So you can also reach out to me through there. And I'm usually out there and I'll be happy to answer any questions you may have. And I like to chat people privately. I don't like to do that, you know, on the page. And, I don't, you know, and also my email, my personal email right now is Rosella.Granville um, at Comcast.net for right now. Then moving to switch everything over shortly um, to something else and set up, you know, but definitely, okay. that is definitely the two ways you can definitely reach out to me. Awesome. So the last part of this connection is called, what I like to call put inspiration on it. And I just give you a random word and see how you can spend it into something positive or motivating that we can leave our listeners. So are you ready for your word? I am ready. All right, so your word is sun, like the sun in, 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 in the sky, sun. The sun is a source of life, 
and energy and happiness. And you must embrace the sun. The sun comes out and it represents happiness. And the, when you go through the dark patches and you have this cloud and the rain and all this stuff, and that can be emotionally draining. You can always look forward to the sun to come out and make everything better and make you happier. Always work hard to keep the sun in your life. Keep happiness in your life. Keep joy in your life. That's your sun. When you let the bad come in and you let negative thoughts and negative vibes come in, that's the clouds. Yeah. You want to keep that away. The sun is your, your happiness and your joy. I get outside and I walk outside every day right now because it's still warm. And I get out in the sunshine. I am just happy being outside, being around the sun and being in nature. So the sun represents energy, life, happiness, joy. Work every day to keep that sun in your life. And that means taking care of yourself physically, mentally, financially, spiritually. Powerful. Thank you so much. So again, thank you for bringing that beautiful energy today. It was such a pleasure speaking with you. Oh, it's connecting always with a you. pleasure speaking with you. Of course. Thank you. And I thank loved being on. I enjoyed it so much. Yeah, it was nice. It was really nice. Um, and so there you have it. So thank you all for joining me again for another episode of Wait on Purpose. And yeah, keep walking in your true divinity, being a light in those dark places and just claiming your personal power unapologetically. Until the next time, love, peace, and light. Bye, loves. Love this episode on Wait on Purpose? Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and leave a review. It's very much appreciated. Until next time.